Welcome to the Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast with your host, Cousin Cornbread, on A-N-D-S Radio. That's ain't no damn station radio. We're delivering this straight to your earphones, your car speakers, and sound bars on that Wi-Fi, hotspots, Ethernet, T1 lines, shared data plans, or however you get on the internet. And we about to go ahead and get this commentary in and solve life's problems. Y'all ready? Set. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cornbread. Hey, y'all, welcome back, man, to the Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast with your host, Cousin Cornbread. That's your favorite play cousin, Cousin Cornbread, man, back for episode number 23. I appreciate everybody who done came back, man. Sheesh. I, um... I apologize for a little delay on this episode right here. So, um, you know, just in advance for all the subscribers, everybody who listens religiously, I appreciate all y'all. And I promise uh, I won't be ghosting y'all again. (laughs) So I apologize for the delay, man. And uh, in this episode right here, we're going to be talking about, you know, know, I'm going to keep my same format. You know, if you listen to the last one, uh, I posted an episode number 22, which was me sitting in with the homie over there uh, on Crown 360's podcast, okay? And that was just to switch it up for y'all, man, you know? I know y'all like to hear me with guests, and so I was, you know, gave y'all a little bit of me being a guest on somebody else's show, and I, you know, I don't know how y'all, y'all ain't giving me a lot of feedback on that one, so usually I get a lot of stuff in the inbox on that. What I did get, though, is, um, I got some feedback about about the the host that was on there. You know what I'm saying? And he, he's a good dude, but he does use the tend to use the 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 female term female dog word a lot when he's talking. You know what I'm saying? So I apologize for that. That was you know that wasn't representative of cousin Cornbread Incorporated <laughs> or the Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast in general. You know what I'm saying? But it gave y'all a good dynamic. Y'all can see me and him going back and forth. He's real strong in his beliefs on what he feels. You know what I'm saying? I got my beliefs, and, you know, we, we had a good little exchange. So once you got past some of the, the shock factor of what he was talking about, then I thought it was a good exchange, man. I done been on that show a few times. We had a good discussion with the rest of that crew, too. It's usually four of them. Uh, so, yeah, y'all should go check them out, man. Crown 360, good show. Um so, yeah, appreciate y'all listening to that. On today's show, episode 23 of the Sex, Travel, Sports, Food Podcast, this is what we're going to talk about, man. Um, in sex, we're going to talk about, quote, unquote, body count. All right? It's a term I can't stand, but that's what y'all like to use out there in these streets, all right? And what I'm going to talk about on that is how important is it for you to know how many previous partners your significant other has had? Or your potential person, whoever, if you dating, looking for marriage, whatever y'all doing. Do y'all really ask that shit? Oh, so I'm supposed to stop cussing too, by the way. I'm going to try to cut it down this time. We're going to count how many, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about the importance of body count. Uh, and travel. We're going to talk about travel endurance, okay? Because, you know, we all travel and 
especially with long flights and stuff like that, man, you got to have travel endurance. And so we're going to get into that travel endurance, carry on, snobs is another topic I want to touch on real quick. Any packing tips, you know what I'm saying? That I, some packing tips I got for y'all, for me. And I want y'all to give me some feedback on that. Uh, and then in sports, we're going to talk about uh, Le'Veon Bell from the Pittsburgh Steelers in the NFL, you know, trying to hold out and get his money. And, and you know how y'all feel about that. Or how I feel about that, I guess, because we ain't going to have no exchange. <laughs> this is kind of unilateral in this format that I'm doing. I might start going live for y'all, though, for real. But we're going to see, because I don't know what's a good time to go live. You know, my, people be at work. Or they be dealing with their little raggedy kids or whatever. But we're going to figure it out. And um, in food, we're going to talk about pumpkin spice. Okay? And the pumpkin spice shaming of any blacks, black people in America who who are self-identified as pumpkin spice lovers and how they are shamed and how they need to come out the closet. You know, this year, this is the year Cousin Cornbread is here to help you fight back. You are not basic. Okay? That's what we're going to talk about. If you're watching this, if you're looking at this on YouTube or video, wherever you're watching it, you can see in this in this shot, I got my Blacks for Pumpkin Spice sweatshirt on. Okay? And that's a Cousin Cornbread original. You know what I'm saying? So y'all go on CousinCornbread.com or corn, go on CornbreadsCloset.com and order you one if you are a Black who is oppressed because you love Pumpkin Spice. <laughs> But yeah, man, those are gonna be the four topics that we're gonna get into um in the meat of the show. I don't have any guests this week, uh, or this episode, so I know y'all mad, but it's going this is how it is. I'm I'm gonna schedule some more guests. I'm gonna bring uh, the doctor uh love doctor back on here, Big Jack Spade. He's coming back soon, and we also have another guest that he's gonna bring with him that should be very interesting. Um so shout out to Dr. Spade. He'll be back. Y'all love him. Uh, and like I said, man, I appreciate everybody for sharing, supporting, subscribing, reviewing, uh, all that stuff, all that good stuff, especially everybody who sent me, uh, monetary donations. That's, you know, for that support that John is lit. I appreciate y'all, man. Those monthly subscribers, <clears throat> excuse me, with the monetary donations. I appreciate all y'all. And, um, I promise I ain't going to go ghost no more. We had some, a bunch of life events with, for your favorite cousin, man. Man, y'all play cousin, had some real live life events popping off. <laughs> for real. So, you know, I apologize. I got a new two-hour commute, you know, for my day job. You know what I'm talking about? I, got, I do have a day job, which is why I need those monetary donations to come in. I need y'all to subscribe and share and all this. I can quit this day job, man. That's the goal. Free cousin cornbread from the corporate trap. <laughs> so yeah man this, I got a new two hour commute and that zone is terrible lord man well that's a round trip two hours round trip so it's an hour each way basically but the traffic around here in D.C. man the DMV what we call it right D.C. Maryland Virginia man the, the traffic around here is just is amazing and it ain't getting no better now they got Amazon moving down here basically out near where I work <laughs> or towards where I work. This shit is gonna be bad, though. It's gonna be it's no good. Amazon. I love Amazon. I'm an Amazon addict. 
but they gonna make traffic worse. And ain't nothing, it's just, you know, my goal is to always live somewhere where ain't no traffic. So in the next couple of years, I'm definitely moving out of here. Even though I'm from DC, I love the area for the most part, but the traffic is just awful. The gentrifying have ruined it, man, for real. They, it's just too crowded. They wanted to make it like New York, it's too crowded. No, nobody want all that crowds, man. Like, get off of me. It's a crowd everywhere. It's a crowd, the, the, it's a crowd everywhere you go. It's a crowd at the food truck. It's a crowd at the subway. It's a crowd at the grocery store. It's lines. Just every, everything is just a wait. The traffic is terrible. I mean, get, go back to where y'all came from, man. Sheesh. <laughs> but, yeah, man, uh, let me see what else. Yeah, so make sure y'all go check that stuff, all that stuff out, man. Go on cornbreadscloset.com. Uh, and get some t-shirts, sweatshirts for the holidays. I'm going to run a little Black Friday sale for y'all too, man. For real. So go get that. And yeah, uh, let me see. So we're going to get into fun facts. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, like I said, I switched up the, the format a couple of shows ago. So got the fun fact for y'all since it's cuffing season. All right. Um, everybody looking to be booed up in the bed all winter. You know, and y'all want to make, y'all want to be having sex and Drinking hot chocolate and all this shit. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a whole bunch of pregnancies that pop off. All right? So I'm going to give y'all a random fact about maternity. Okay? But instead of me talking about humans, because humans irritate me, <laughs> I like to focus on animals because I'm also a dork and I watch a lot of animal planet and shit like that. But um, listen to this crazy fact about octopuses, man. For real. Okay, octopuses, which are, are, are said to be just as smart as some humans <laughs> and smart like dolphins. Them and dolphins are like the smartest like sea creatures or whatever, right? But look, octopuses, feed, I guess they female. Yeah, female octopuses lay 56,000 eggs at a time. 56,000 eggs at a time, shawty. They laid them. That ain't even the one that they make. I don't know. Do they have octopuses have a period? I don't even know how that works. But whatever. But look, that's a lot of goddamn eggs. No matter how big, or how, that's a lot. And um, y'all be out here complaining about having one, two children, three children. Talking about, I don't know, it's too much. I can't endure it. Can't go through it. Man, the octopus out here laying 56 stacks on y'all, man. <laughs> That's crazy. And then look, the mother octopus spends six months devoted to protecting her eggs. And she don't eat for six months. That's crazy. And that's crazy. And I kind of feel like that's kind of neglectful because don't the eggs need nutrients or something? I don't know how it works. Is it the same? Do octopus, they don't have no umbilical cord. So I don't know. I don't know. I think the not eating thing is a little extra. But that's what they do, okay, according to the research I did on octopuses. You know what I'm talking about for that fun fact for y'all. Now, here go the caveat, though. The, the babies, when they born, are the size of a grain of rice, okay? Now, that might go ahead and, and skew these numbers a little bit. I mean, skew their, uh, the amazement of the 56,000 number because if they born as a size of a grain of rice, and they probably hella small when she lay them, right? So I guess you know you gotta you gotta adjust for that. 
Okay, so we're going to do a little, you know, for you know, for just the scale. It might not be that bad, that bad. But still, 56,000 whatevers is a lot. And she don't eat. So, man, you know, um, the octopus, or the, 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 the mother octopus is a real MVP. And she deserves some chocolate. You know what I'm talking about? She needs something. See, hey, and a tentacle massage. You know what I'm talking about? Sheesh. <laughs> Try to tell you, man, that joke, that's crazy. That was just a little fun fact for y'all since y'all going to be up here booed up, cuffing season, having all the babies, all them babies that's going to come out when around goddamn August, late July, August, that kind of area. Yeah. So strap up too, man. But, you know, wear them condoms, man. Even though y'all know I hate, I don't like condom sex, man. Condom sex is terrible, but if y'all ain't looking to, be with that person or deal with that motherfucker, whoever you fucking with for the rest of your life, make sure you wear them condoms and you don't have no babies. You know, we already missed Gemini season babies because I, everybody know cornbread, I don't have no, I don't have no problems cutting off sex and wearing condoms and all this stuff during like October, October time frame. Yeah, there ain't nothing going on. Pull out game on fleet because I refuse. To have a Gemini or cancer baby. Cancer, uh, what you call it? Cancer, not cancer, having cancer, but cancer uh, sign, okay? Ain't no Gemini or cancer babies being produced by Cousin Cornbread. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> so I be real extra careful because I don't got time for that shit. You hear me? Anyway, man, look, then next topic is this week in Caucasity. Okay, that's another thing we have this week in Caucasity. If y'all don't know what caucasity is, that's the word Caucasian and audacity mixed together. Okay, that's combined caucasity. And then you should be able to infer what this means from that. So in this week in caucasity, y'all Senator Cindy Hyde Smith from the great state of Mississippi, M.I. crooked letter, crooked letter I, said voter suppression is a great idea, shout it. Y'all girl was out here talking about how if they don't, if she don't, if y'all haven't seen the video, go watch it on YouTube or watch it on, just just type in uh, Mississippi Senator voter oppression or whatever, you'll see it. But what she said is, you know, she there's people that's going to be out here voting that they want to probably make it a little bit harder for, and she thinks it's a great idea. That's what she said. And she's a, a sitting senator right now. She said this out loud, didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Just out here living her best caucastic life. Okay? And, you know, I done had a couple of things. I, I always talk about voting and stuff like that because everybody get real amped up on voting. But, um, yeah, it was crazy that she said that. So, But everybody gets amped up on voting and get all riled up because people have steadfast beliefs either, either way. It's very a polarizing topic. You either It's either vote or die. Or look, it don't really matter if you vote or not. And then those people, look, they get crazy in class. If you're my friend on Facebook, you done seen some of these things over the past few weeks I've been posting, especially with the midterm that just pressed, that just passed. If you ain't my friend, go be my friend, man, or follow me or whatever. But, um, yeah, so then this same senator, right, she also said that she would be front row if one of her uh, constituents had invited her to a public hanging. A public hanging. <laughs> what the fuck? 
that's like that was the that was the joke that she told. She was like, "Yeah, let me let me crack a joke real quick," because she was out there supporting some other constituent that she had in Mississippi, and you know she was basically telling the crowd of people that were there, "Yeah, if old if old boy invited me to a public hanging, I'd be front row." <laughs> what? Come on, Shawty, you got to be more cognizant of that. And if you're not cognizant enough to know that that's not appropriate, that that's inappropriate, then you shouldn't be voting on laws for anybody, right? Or putting in any kind of legislation. Come on, Shawty. That's crazy. Like, that's that's crazy. And she said that shit like it wasn't nothing. Now, when you pull back the camera angle that they had on it, you, you saw that it wasn't a big crowd of people. Right, which makes it a little bit better, but still, it doesn't really matter because she actually has a vote in a large population of people that she affects with that mindset, where she thinks that it's cool to say she'd be at a public hanging in the front row, and that is cute. Shit. But whose girls is this, man? Okay, like who is it? Like who who voted for that? And y'all voting shamers, y'all people that shame people to go to the polls. Y'all ain't go to Mississippi, okay? Y'all need to tag the people from Mississippi because she's still in there and y'all need to get her out on the next midterm. And then one fun fact I found out about this is that I guess there's no term limit for these people. Okay. And that's a problem. But, um, yeah, man, there, there should be some kind of code of conduct. And I mentioned this in my face on Facebook too, is that there should be some kind of code of conduct for these politicians, man. Because if she was out here talking about, you know, we should, uh, it's a great idea to suppress the workforce or to suppress illegal immigrants who apply for jobs at Chick-fil-A or she would be doing some public hanging shit and she worked at uh, Burger King or Starbucks, then she'd be out of a job, okay? That code, they would, they would release a letter real quick on her ass. She would be out of there, right? Just like them, them Starbucks people from Philadelphia that they, they called the police on them black boys, Right? But this junk's still in there, and she ain't got no worries. Just living her best life. <laughs> so, yeah, man, y'all need that. That's this weekend called Cassidy because that was out of line, man. That was, like, really out of line. And um, the whole problem with the whole thing is that people do a lot of likes, right, on Facebook. And a lot of um, it's a lot of Facebook and Internet social media scholars out here. But. Shit like this is still happening. Donald Trump's still in the White House. All this kind of stuff is still popping off. And it seems like they still going about it, you know, unabated. Like, ain't no, there's no reproach. There's no recourse for these people. They just out here doing whatever they want, even though we supposedly had the power. But I ain't going to get into all that right now. Okay, that's a whole nother situation. So, But make sure if y'all vote shaming, vote shame everybody to get them to go vote these type of people out. And if you don't vote, just recognize that this is part of what's going on. That's just for your FYI, I guess, because you don't give a fuck about voting anyway. And that's fine. In these divided states of America, um, whatever whatever side you fall on, just stay aware of what's going on. Okay? Oh, how you do that shit? I can't do that Cardi B shit. Oh, Nah, my tongue don't roll like that. <laughs> anyway, man, then this week in Black Cassidy, in the Black Cassidy, because I, I keep it fair, I do white and black, called Cassidy and Black Cassidy. 
Okay. So this week in the, the Black Cassidy, uh, Black Twitter went crazy because there's a um, there was a British doll company that released a Barbie type doll. I guess it's called a ball and joint doll. Uh, you know, they got the movable arms and all that shit. Um, of the actress, I'm sorry, not actress, damn, I messed that up. <laughs> released a, a doll of actor Idris Elba, okay, who was recently named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive, okay? And so they released this doll, and all the fans of all colors, black, white, everybody, went berserk, saying that it, it didn't hit the mark. It had, they said it didn't look nothing like Idris Elba, and everybody went crazy, like, yo, what in the F is this, okay? But in true black classic form, Twitter started just roasting <laughs> roasting the doll itself. And the funniest one was that they said it looked like Mr. Gaines <laughs> from a different world. <laughs> so if you don't know what, it, what that is, you if you don't know what that is, first of all, we shouldn't be friends. But if you don't, I'm going to educate you right now. So Mr. Gaines was, on, was a character on a different world, and he played the cook at Hillman College, all right? So y'all, if y'all know who that is, that shit is funny as hell. Cause they definitely did look like Mr. Gaines. <laughs> and uh they also said it looked like Montel Williams. <laughs> Cause they had a bald head and like this real like aggressively pointed brow and stuff. And it definitely looked like Montel Williams or Mr. Gaines. It definitely did not look like it does not look like it just Elba. Okay. So, but the problem is the Jonas sold out. So somebody buying it. And that's the problem with a lot of this stuff, man. People get away with a lot of fuck shit because people still support it. That's the problem. So see, if nobody would have bought the dumbass doll, because the doll looked crazy. The doll looked like everybody else but Idris Elba. Now, but if nobody bought the doll, then they would they would have to redo it or something. But they done sold out of the joke. They made their money. They, they, run, they done ran off with the bag. They ran off on the plug twice. <laughs> Yeah, man, but that joke funny. Go look that up, man. Go look on uh, on Twitter or Facebook, whatever. Any kind of social, you can pull it up everywhere now. But go look up that Idris Elba doll <laughs> and look at the comments, man. Sorry about that. I just took the biggest little gulp of uh, coffee in the whole wide world, and y'all heard it. I'm sorry about that. But, um, yeah, man, that's the Black Cassidy for the week. So we're going to get straight to the topics, topics, for real. So, and sex, like I said, man, everybody's favorite pastime is sex, okay? And everybody's main way to validate the success of their relationship is sex. You know, like, basically everything is like 70% weighted on sex. You know, if, if sex happens or if it don't happen, it's how people usually signify whether or not they're in a relationship or not. Right or if they're serious about each other or not or whatever it is, if the sex is good or bad, that would determine if people are happy in said relationship or not, you know. And if somebody steps out on sex with with sex, then that looks that's looked at as like a failed thing for the relationship, right? And so it's like the most unforgivable offense is to step out on your partner and have sex with somebody else. You can smack them. You can lose all the money gambling. You could uh, get a double, 
new mortgage on the house, put the family in debt, be a crackhead. It don't matter what you do as long as you don't have sex. <laughs> but that zone is just crazy because a lot of people base everything on sex. And then a lot of people will judge other people or judge their potential partner or other people based on how many sexual partners they've had historically, which is interesting to me. Now, do y'all do that? Like when you have a, uh, when you're dating somebody, do you off the top go ask somebody that? It's weird to me. Why would you do that? How is it, how important is it to y'all, man? And then the question is, what's your walkaway number? Okay. So that's very important because in my, both of my jobs that I have, I negotiate for a living. Okay. And in all negotiations, you always need to have your walkaway price. Okay. You, you're going to start out wherever you're going to start out. But you need to know at what point is your negotiation over and you're willing to walk away or you're going to make yourself walk away on some pre-existing determination that you come up with. You know what I'm saying? Because if not, you could be negotiating all day and never get to your point. You know, so you need to know your number. Okay. And so what's y'all number? How do y'all calculate that walk away number with this sex stuff, with this number of partners? Then the question is, is it different for men and women? You know, all these things. Y'all got to think about it, in my opinion, before y'all start asking if you're one of the people that ask. But for me, uh, I think it's the dumbest question in the whole wide world, ever in life. Because it's literally inconsequential to your life, in particular at that time. (laughs) Whatever they did previously has nothing to do with you. And 99% of the time, you're not going to be the first person to get that wee-wee or that cho-cha. (laughs) and and my motto is always if you ain't first then you're last so you just need to be happy that it's your turn okay (laughs) who cares what they've been doing man you you ain't neil armstrong you ain't the first to land on that dick or take a great leap into the pussy for mankind (laughs) that's just not you shawty for real somebody was there before you just like somebody was there before the before the United States land on the moon, Russia was already there, living it up, beating it up. <laughs> but yeah, man, all you gotta do is be honest with people. In my opinion, the only thing that matters is if they honest with you about their current situation, and you just need to get the test results. That's all you can do, right? Just make sure you don't set them up, set don't set me up, and don't give me no diseases. That's it. Other than that, I, what can you do? And who cares? It don't really matter. And personally, I don't want an experienced sexual partner. Right? I mean, you ain't got to be a porn star. But if you're giving me that cat arch, that cat arch with your back, when we doing doggy style and I got to keep pushing that back down, nah, shawty. Mm-mm. 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 Had to send you a denial letter like HR. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Thanks for applying. Uh, but we determined that we, you know, we require a little bit more experience for this position. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start sitting out. Okay? But if you must know your partner's number, they have some, some sort of calculation methodology, like I said, man. Know your walking away number. And here's the way I would calculate it on, for me. 
I would say if y'all basically on like say you start, I believe everybody start having sex around what 15, 16 years old. Most people, no average. I just made that up. Have no kind of data for that to support it. But it sounds legit to me. And uh, I would say from 16 on, if you average two sexual partners per year, that should be acceptable. <laughs> How y'all feel about that? So look, if you 30, if you're age 30, right, start having sex at 16, you should be able to have like 28 partners without being judged. That's two a year. That's not bad. That's two every month. That's two attempted girlfriend, boyfriend scenarios every year that include sex, okay? And even in that, you can incorporate your 90-day rule into that. You can do 90 days. That's three months. Say you did 90 days and held out or whatever y'all want to do because some people do that, right? 90 days, no sex. Y'all learn each other. Y'all excited. Everybody love each other. On nine, on the 91st day, y'all had sex. Then y'all got like another three months, and then y'all get on each other's nerves, break up, whatever. Right? That's one relationship right there. Then you can start a whole nother one, same scenario for the rest of the year. That's two. Right? I don't think that's bad. Y'all think that's bad? I don't know. That's just my shit. <laughs> so, look. So, shit. By the time you 40, on Cousin Cornbread's uh, scale of acceptable sex partner totals, I'm going to coin that for some reason. But, shit, by the time you 40, you could potentially have 48 sexual partners. That's two a year from 16 on average. And you should still be okay. <laughs> In my opinion. Right? Does that make any sense to y'all? Or no? Nah? That's 48 bodies, as y'all like to say. I can't stand that word, bodies. But that's 48 bodies that you could poten- potentially collect at two a year. Now, a lot of people are going to probably be under that because most folks are monogamous and have been in long-term relationships during that period or whatever, right? So most people's numbers are probably going to get knocked down because you have gone three, four, five years in monogamous relationships. You ain't cheat. You ain't do nothing, right? So a lot of people's numbers are going to be less than that. But even if it's like 20, if you're 30, if you say, let's say you're 40, and you 20 got 20 sexual partners. Is that too much? Or the person you're dating is 40 or 30 and they got 20 sexual partners. How bad is that for you? Is that going to make you cringe? Do you want like, why would you even want to know? But what is it? I don't know. Shit. Then the crazy thing is I saw a study, right, on Healthline.com that said the average American will have 7.2 partners before they get married. Does that seem reasonable? So in cornbread junk, it's it's 20. <laughs> right. I get I'm letting y'all have like 20, 28 by the time you 30. So everybody gonna just assume that everybody trying to get married around at the time they're 30 or whatever, right? But these people, I guess, in these surveys saying they had 7.2 on average. I don't know what the hell point two is, but whatever. 7.2 partner. How'd that make y'all feel? I mean, that's certainly lower than cornbread's tolerance, but is seven even too many? You know what I'm saying? According to my count, if y'all use my count, uh, I think you probably had 18 partners by the time you married, if you had 25. Say you get married at 25, you can have about 18 partners in Cornelius's cousin cornbread's count. <laughs> but uh, 
But I think the joint is real skewed, man. I think that's I thought I thought that sounded kind of low. Seven, seven partners, but maybe not. Maybe I'm a hoe. Maybe people I know are just hoes or something. Females and males. I know a whole bunch of male hoes. A bunch of male hoes. Even though they don't call it, I call them hoes. <laughs> because I, I don't, it's whatever. Hoes ain't a derogatory term to me. I think people should do whatever they want. Live your best sexual life. Okay? But, um, yeah, man, but I think it's skewed because, first of all, who are these people? Where they live at? You know, they live in like a small town, like in Idaho or something. Or they live in like D.C. or New York or Miami where everybody apparently just be going in. Y'all, if y'all listen to my South Beach uh, orgy episode, y'all would know what I'm talking about, right? Um, as far as big cities go. But, yeah, man, like where these people live, all that kind of shit is very important. But also I think it's a little skewed because the ladies be lying, man. Okay, I'm just trying to tell y'all right now. The ladies be lying, and they don't count shit. The ladies don't be counting a whole bunch of dick that they get. They don't count it. They don't count little penises. They don't count short duration penises. Pe like those like when you got lying endurance, they don't count you. Uh, they don't count penises with no curve. They don't count penises that look funny. They don't count penises that uh, attached to a sugar daddy. Right, so if they getting sugar daddy penis, they don't be counting that sometimes, right? They don't count uh, penises that don't text back fast. <laughs> if the if the penis is attached to a mother that don't text back fast, they don't be counting that. They're like, he ain't really serious, so that was just a one time, or that's just a two or three or 27 time thing, but I was over there, so they don't really count. <laughs> nah, man, they be having all kinds of disqualifiers for the penises that they done hopped on. You know what I'm talking about? To put down their quote unquote body count. Alright? And dudes be lying too. Let's get let's be clear. Dudes be out here lying. And dudes lie the other way. Dudes, in my opinion anyway, this is my opinion. They overstate who they done had sex with. Okay? They completely overstate the number of sexual partners, right? So the ladies are understating theirs, the guys are overstating theirs. <laughs> dudes be out here counting Instagram chicks who like their picture back. <laughs> or who like their comment, like their thirst, thirsty comment on their picture. They'll count that. They count, they count chicks that just let them take them out to pay for food and brunch and shit. <laughs> they go out on a date, the girl give them, give them a kiss on the cheek, he keep counting that. Oh, yeah, he counting that. That's a, he, he, that's a cheek fuck. He, he cheek fuck. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a kiss fuck. That's something. He count that. He smashed that. They'll count chicks that uh, only gave head and got kicked out. They'll, they'll do I mean, chicks that they only gave head to. <laughs> so, you know, it's a lot of those dudes out here in these streets that'll be offering uh, head-only services, okay? So, it's a lot of dudes out here that will, you know, with these chicks that they ain't getting nowhere with, they, gonna, they just go for the gusto and they go, look, well, let me just come eat the pussy. Let me just... Let me just get, come eat the pussy, and you know, I guess they think that's gonna matriculate into eating. I'm mean, sorry, in the fucking. Okay, usually it don't work. According to the ladies, it don't be working. But I think the ladies probably be lying. If they be getting that good head when he want to come and slide in, I think they probably more times out of not they gonna be wanting to get the get the D two. But I don't know. But that's the thing. See, everybody be lying, so you don't really know. <laughs> 
So on both sides of the equation, men and women, everybody lying. We don't know what this number really is, especially with whatever this survey was. You know what I'm talking about? And then, you know, on the same topic, we know the body count thing, man. I don't like it. I hate it. It sounds real morbid and unfun. Okay. Yeah, and I may I don't even know if I made that up, but it's unfun. It's an alternative fun, like the Trump administration say. Okay. Like nothing about body count sounds exciting. Like I don't want to even have any kind of body count, let alone a sexual body count. <laughs> like, what the hell does sex and awesomeness have to do with like mass murder? <laughs> Am I are we serial killers? It's like completely out of place in my opinion. Unless you like Charlie Sheen or some shit, and you actually out here giving giving people uh, AIDS, it's HIV, which is which is actually you can take a pill for now. If y'all didn't know that, you can take a pill to prevent yourself from contracting HIV now in these streets. If you having sex with somebody who known who already has HIV or is at a quote unquote. Uh, high risk of having HIV. So yeah, you can get a pill. I forgot the name of it. Y'all go look that up. I forgot. Damn, I should have had that. But anyway, that was just a little side note. But yeah, unless you like Charlie Sheen out here, literally putting people on their deathbed with the dick, man, you ain't got no bodies. Y'all stop saying that, man. Stop saying body count. Lord, we need to get better phrasing, man. For real. And look, another thing about phrasing, you know what another thing I don't like? I don't like the term, uh, dropping the loot. What the fuck is that? You know, you see it a lot on porn. And then a lot of commenters uh on, on, on these on these on these uh on these videos, you read the comments. And a lot of people just say, I dropped the load off. I shot a load on her face. What? A load? Who who came up with this? What load? Are y'all ice road truckers? <laughs> Are y'all laundry attendants? Y'all be doing dropping fold? I mean, washing fold? <laughs> Drop the load. I can't. That joke is so goofy. A load? What a load got to do with anything? A damn load. Y'all got to pull y'all life together. So y'all stop saying body count and y'all not shooting no loads. Okay? Y'all need to get better terminology out here. Just use regular shit. Yeah, I can't. Came. Okay? Whatever. But a load? Y'all drive me crazy, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, y'all y'all get y'all life together on that. And um we gonna we gonna we gonna just transition straight from that, man. For real. We're gonna just get off of that. So that's the thing. Y'all ain't Neil Armstrong. You ain't the first to land on the pussy or the dick. The end. And you ain't dropping off no load. All right, y'all got that? <laughs> and now on the travel. <laughs> so look, man, uh one thing, like I said, I, on travel that I noticed is that we all know that travel is fun and awesome and relaxing, but travel can also be exhausting as hell. You know what I'm saying? Especially during the actual travel days. You know, going and coming, coming back, returning. I always feel like I need to take a day off before and after any kind of long flights I have, any kind of long distance travel. I got to take a day off, especially after, because you need to kind of recoup, right? Um, you need to have good travel endurance between carrying bags and luggage through the airport, standing in line for security or uh, customs, sitting in between some random strangers, 
all that shit. It's a lot. And um, this is like another reason for everybody to go to the gym, man, and to drink more water. Because you got to stay in travel shape out of anything else. I mean, fuck regular shape. You got to be in shape so you can get to the beach. Even if you don't, even if you got man boobs on the beach, make sure you got enough endurance to get yourself there to enjoy that beach, okay? If your foot are poking out on the beach, that's okay. As long as you can get down there and be comfortable and be have some good energy. To sport your fupa on the beach, it's fine. Live your best life. You paid your money for the all-inclusive like everybody else. They're going to get this fupa. You understand what I'm talking about? They're going to get it today. And these boobs. They're going to get these man boobs and this fupa and shut the fuck out. Okay? Now bring me along out in the Bahama Mama and some tacos right here on the beach because I paid for it. Okay? But yeah, man, you got to be in travel shape, man, because look, all that standing and all that shit all day long, you ain't you don't be doing that during a regular course of a week. You ain't used to standing up for a couple of hours a day. <laughs> for real, just think about it. You most people they ain't standing up a couple of hours a day and carrying bags and lifting bags. Now you gotta load your own bags onto the belt. You gotta do all this shit yourself. So you gotta you know, you gotta um you gotta be ready. You know what I'm talking about? Especially when I wake, I know for me, when I wake up or for early morning flights, uh, by the time I get to the resort or whatever and eat one meal, I'd be ready to go to sleep. You don't woke up four o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning to get there for a five or six o'clock flight. And uh, shit, you be tired when you get there. You, I can't tell y'all how many uh, welcome luau's I done missed. <laughs> I missed the whole five, five dance. In, on at the kiddie pool, man. I miss the whole damn thing. I miss the luau buffet, all that. Because I be tired and sleep from that damn day of travel. So now I know I get my rest early, sleep on the plane, which I do. Do y'all sleep on the plane? I'm not good at sleeping on the plane, man. But you know, some people take pills, some people drink, some people do all kinds of stuff. What work for y'all, man? Y'all let me know. Um, sheesh, because you gotta have your energy when you get there. But one thing that I do that does work that's not even related to me having your endurance is that I get compressed. Actually, hold on. I'm sorry. One thing I do that is related to endurance is compression socks. Okay. Or some thick socks, some comfortable socks, because that'll make you more comfortable on the plane. More comfortable, relaxed, all that stuff, especially anything over like six, seven hours wearing them joint. For real. And for me, a big dude, any big dudes or big ladies listening, make sure y'all get the aisle seats on most of these planes, man. Okay, pick your seat, your aisle seat, because they have a disappearing armrest on the aisle seats on a lot of planes. But then you can hang like half your ass off the side <laughs> and be in the aisle so you don't have to be scrunched up with whoever in the middle seat, all right? If you're not a baller in the foreign first class or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So make sure you get the aisle seat. Hang your ass off into the middle of the aisle, and it'll help you. Now, you be prepared to get hit with the full force of an NFL linebacker by people who coming down the aisle because apparently people don't try to avoid contact when they walking through the aisle on a plane. They just hit whatever's in the way. <laughs> now, when I walk, I try to sidestep people and you know keep myself from hitting them with their, with their arm or their shoulder or whatever in the aisle. But most people just be hitting me full force. I get hit with the cart, everything. Bags, carts, whatever, it don't matter. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, man. And then, like I said, we're gonna talk about travel uh, tips. Another tip that a lot of people always say is, "Oh, we I only do carry on, right?" And they got these carry on only snobs, you know, who always talk down to anybody to check a bag. Like, like we ain't try. Okay, I'm big, dog. I can't, I can't fit all my stuff in in a carry on bag. Like, unless I'm going for like two nights max. That's the max I'll be able to fit in a carry-on because, shit, my clothes are big. Like, my shoe, I wear a size 15 shoe, 14 or 15, depending on the shoe. By the time I put one of my shoes, one pair of my shoes in the bag, that's half the bag. Now, where are my clothes supposed to go? My jeans are big, my shirt's big, sweaters, all, all that shit big. Even my toiletry bag big. I put my clippers in there in case I got to line up my beard. Or cut my comb over all, you know, because my comb, my thinning hair right here, be the comb over be trying to grow back in and embarrass me in public. So I got to keep my clippers. Yeah, it's stuff you got to have. I don't know how y'all do carry on only. I guess y'all bamas out there that wear size 12s and all that, or y'all little petite bamas, y'all can carry on only. That cornbread, man. <laughs> but y'all better not be trying to shame. Don't be shaming people because we check bad. That's what I do. And I talked about that a couple episodes ago on how to get your free bag your free first bag check that's very essential so go listen to that getting them credit cards man so you can get on them uh them branded credit cards that let you check your bag free okay <laughs> but yeah man uh shit like i don't know man because one thing like i said i can't check my bag and i'm sorry i need to check my bag because look this is the problem big dude and big girl we can't just run to the mall if we in another city like that right like we can't necessarily pick up what we need at the mall just all willy-nilly at the last minute because we might be asked out. You know, because a lot of people, they just they be like, oh, we got medium and large and size 11s and 12s. I mean, shit, who wears that? Not me. Shit, I can't fit that. I can't go to the mall. So I got to pack emergency clothes too. I got to have an extra outfit, extra drawers, extra everything. At least one extra outfit. So that's going to take up this little carry-on bag, man. Shit, like, I was in Miami one time. I couldn't find a belt. Couldn't find no swimming trunks. All they had is Asian gymnast sizes, okay? Everything was extra small, extra medium. Size 28 belt. 28 belt? Whose waist is this? A man? That ain't no man waist. That ain't no man waist. I wear, like, a 40, 40 belt or 42, something like that. 28, who is that? I'm like two of that, bam. Two of that, man. <laughs> Be sad, man. Can't do no goddamn carry-on. So y'all stop carry-on shaming people because we tried. I tried one time. It didn't work. Carry-on was looking swole. <laughs> that junk had the most puffed-up, extended, the extendable zipper was all about to pop. Okay? Shit. <laughs> but look, man, make sure you do whatever you do. Get them compression cubes. Okay? Them little travel cubes that you can put your clothes in with the zipper, it'll compress all your stuff down. Okay, get them joints. Them joints are real helpful, and they help you keep organized. Put the drawers in one. Drawers and socks. That's how I do it. Drawers and socks and undershirts in one. T-shirts, button-ups in another one. Then your jeans and your, if you like, jacket, sweater, whatever, in the big one. That right. That's three joints right there. That's three sizes. Put, all, put your stuff in there. Most of your stuff will fit in there. For like three days worth of stuff, three, four days worth of stuff. 
Get those cues. It'll compress it down for you. Use that. And it help your life, I'm telling you. Especially if you're doing more stuff, like you got shoes and all that in your bag if you're checking it. If your bag like overweight by like five pounds or something like that, you can just snatch the cube out because it got like a little hook on it. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to tell you, them Jones is lit. So make sure y'all go order them travel packing cubes for real. I live by them Jones. I just actually order some more because you got to streamline your travel life. <laughs> and you don't want to be in the in the airport when they tell you your bag overweight, trying to like just pull out. You got your drawers over here, you know. You got the girls got the dildo falling down and rolled down the damn bags clean thing. You can't do that, okay? Make sure you get the packing cube. I tell y'all right now. <laughs> but yeah, man, that, that that y'all y'all pay attention, man, for real. And um, in sports, let's see, man, sports. Let me tell y'all something, man. I said we were gonna talk about Le'Veon Bell, right? But I changed it. I just changed it right here. We're going to talk about Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. Now, if y'all don't know who Carmelo Anthony is, that's Lala's husband. If y'all only familiar with, like, reality shows and maybe power. Okay, the girl there, right? So that's Lala's husband, Carmelo Anthony, Lala Anthony. Right? Where that one, all right? Now, this mama is supposed to be the, um, was supposed to be, like, this biggest thing coming. He came out around... This, this came out, he's supposed to be on fives from Syracuse, the, one of the best pure scorers, whatever the hell that mean, right? Pure shooters, whatever the hell that mean, right? The boy be scoring, right? He a Hall of Fame level scorer, but he just got released after three weeks with the Rockets. That's it, three weeks, right? That's on, he would have still been on probation at regular jobs <laughs> and got fired, man, Right? But he's like the classic selfish player, man. He's like the classic classic selfish player. And he getting all these chances based on his potential rather than his actual production, right? He scored, but he lays in your defense. He like James Harden, right? We done all seen the tapes of James Harden just flaking on defense. But minus the game-changing plays for real, right? And minus the team leadership that Harden and some of the other scoring only people bring. Right? Like he like Harden brought a franchise back to life. Carmelo just ain't ain't never revived nothing. For real. He just go, score, get coddled, get praised for scoring, but he don't do nothing else. Ain't no he ain't never really uplifted no team that we done seen. Right? And um it's crazy because he like these people be I be I be wishing I had the athleticism that some of these bammers have or the opportunities and all this stuff. They be blowing this, y'all. Now, the good thing about the ones that be blowing it in the NBA as opposed to the NFL and stuff is that they get their money guaranteed most on, on a lot of these contracts. Or they at least get a big chunk of it guaranteed. <laughs> and that's what I was gonna talk about with Le'Veon Bell. We'll do that somewhere else, right? But um Yeah, man, like he's just basically one of these dudes who just don't they don't got it. They don't got that that killer instinct. They don't got that drive, man. For real. And um I don't feel no kind of sympathy for them though. Because they can flake and all this shit, and they get millions to go to the gym. <laughs> That's it. If you think about it, most of these contracts, especially in the NBA, they don't have no kind of claw incentive clauses about scoring or winning which is the main thing for me. I don't care about any other incentives, but 
as a fan, you want to just see your team and you want to see motherfuckers win. Okay. They don't got no winning clauses in these joints. They just go out there, they get paid, get their money, and they can basically lose everything. So you basically getting a millions of dollars to go to the gym. <laughs> right? So when you lose, who gives a shit? I don't care. I'm about to get this check. I'm going to go home to La La. I'm going to go home to my groupies or whatever in my mansion. <laughs> I'm going to drive there in my Rolls Royce or my Bentley or whatever, and I'm going to go to sleep. Please fire me. Please. I appreciate it. Because <laughs> my money is waiting for me to spend it. Okay? That's how I look at it. Shit, that's why these that's why these people don't be having no kind of motivation, man. Some of them do because they're competitive. You know, like you, you see it, LeBron is competitive. He worked whatever, right? A lot of them are cool. A lot of them are very competitive. But then these ones like Carmelo, you be like, man, you so disappointing, dog. Shit. Come on, dog. You about to get this money. But whatever. You gonna still be in the Hall of Fame probably at some point. But he flaking right now. He bluffing right now. You know what I'm talking about? So that, I'm, that's what we're going to cover right now in sports. I, I, a lot of my listeners say they don't like the sports part. So I get a lot of the female listeners don't like the sports part for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? And that's not me being chauvinistic. That's just what they literally said. <laughs> they like, yeah, I tuned out on the, on the sports part, Cornbread. Like, mm. I'm like, okay, well, shit. It ain't only females that's listening. Somebody appreciates the sports coverage, okay? <laughs> But yeah, man, and uh, let me get let me get over here to food. So in food, like I said earlier, um, yeah, pumpkin spice. Okay, this is this pumpkin spice season. It has been, I think, for probably about a month or a little over. Well, we're almost in November now, so probably about two months now. It's been pumpkin spice season, and I am a self-identifying black man who loves pumpkin spice. Uh, even though over the years it's been tied to white girls named Rebecca and Uggs <laughs> who wear Ugg boots and are supposedly quote unquote basic. And I don't even really understand how that happened. Um, and I don't even understand what basic really means. What makes somebody basic? <laughs> or like what makes pumpkin spice basic in particular? Like, what spice is complex? I don't know. Who can answer that? I don't know. But whatever the case is, y'all need to get up off of everybody's back who likes pumpkin spice, whether they're white or black, and especially the black people. Okay? The blacks, for whatever reason, are adamantly against the consumption of pumpkin spice or anything that's pumpkin flavored. And I ask people a lot of times, have you tried it? And they go, hell no, motherfucker. I only fuck with sweet potato pie. I don't, I'm like, well, it's not just pie. It's not pumpkin pie versus sweet potato pie. Pumpkin spice flavors a lot of things, including pumpkin pie. You got pumpkin spice lattes. You got pumpkin rolls with the cream cheese filling, which is awesome. You got pumpkin muffins, pumpkin bread. You got pumpkin all kinds of stuff. It ain't just pumpkin pie. <laughs> but they be bad. They would really, they really be like dead ass mad. The blacks, the blacks will try to fight you if you say you like pumpkin versus sweet potato. And that's the thing. I like sweet potatoes too. I like both. Y'all need to get y'all somebody that can do both. <laughs> okay. It's not a fight between pumpkin 
and sweet potato. It's not. Y'all got to get that out of y'all head. Why y'all always got to fight everything? Why the blacks always trying to fight? This ain't affirmative, affirmative action. We can have one or more, more than one spot at the pastry table. Okay? <laughs> we can like pumpkin and we can like sweet potato. Like me. I like both. I got two. I got a pumpkin pie and a sweet potato pie in my refrigerator right now at home. Okay? Y'all got to stop fighting everything, man. Shit. It's just like rap beef, I don't understand, right? Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj. Why y'all so mad? You can like I like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. It's not, it's not, why gotta be a fight? It's enough money, enough coverage, enough bandwidth in your emotional life to like both. <laughs> Sheesh. Y'all be wildin', man. But y'all need to try. Y'all need to try pumpkin pie or try pumpkin loaf, pumpkin roll, pumpkin whatever. Then say, all right, you know what? I tried it and I hate it. And that's fine. Don't just say, I just hate it because it's not black. <laughs> what? Bad was really be trying to revoke my black card out here in, in real life. Like, yeah, you. we don't know about you cornbread, man. You like pumpkin. You like pumpkin pie. You like pumpkin spice. Yeah, no. Fuck. But because I'm so super pro blackity black, you know you can't revoke my joint. Dead ass. <laughs> you got to go revoke somebody else's joint. But. Y'all need to stop giving people flack for liking what they like, man. Ain't no such thing as a black spice. That's just not real life, man. Y'all made that up. And y'all have gotten railroaded into really believing that you can only like this one type of thing. What? Like, it's so silly. (laughs) I only like sweet potato pie. Why? It's goofy. But anyway, I'm not going to belabor the issue that much longer. But what I will say is that... When you eat pumpkin pie and pumpkin lattes or pumpkin ice lattes is what I drink because I don't drink a lot of hot coffee. But when you eat those things, you enjoy it so much more because it's only a limited time that they're here, right? It's only it's only out for a couple of months. Like when I go to Krispy Kreme in October, I know it's going to be pumpkin spice donuts there. So it's like a whole ev- adventure. And let me tell y'all something, man. I live in Prince George's County, Maryland, the blackest county in America. Or the blackest, the richest blackest county in America. And it's all black people. And all the pumpkin spice donuts are sold out at Krispy Kreme all the time. Now that what that tells you is that even though people be out here shaming people for eating pumpkin spice, you ain't the only one black black person that's listening to this show. You, you have other people that support you and that have bought all of the pumpkin spice donuts to the point where they're sold out. So don't let them talk down on you. And I made this sweatshirt that I got on right now during this show. And I got two versions of the joint. Two pumpkin, two blacks for pumpkin spice. Shirt designs for y'all to go get and wear proudly. Until everybody get out your face. And if you got something to say, you tag Cousin Cornbread and I'll come to your defense. Okay? So y'all go on cornbreadscloset.com and get you a blacks for pumpkin spice t-shirt. Or sweatshirt. I got the hoodie on right now. I got t-shirts and sweatshirts. You can get whatever you want. Okay? V-necks for the ladies. I got a whole bunch of requests for V-necks. I think I done sold about, there's a whole bunch of the V-necks out there in both designs that people done ordered. So make sure y'all get out there because everybody, they talk a lot, of, they talk a big game, but they just be scared to stand up in front of other people. It's, it's groupthink. Don't let, don't, don't get 
pigeonholed by group thing. All right? Sheesh. <laughs> so y'all go order them pumpkin spice t-shirts, man. Blacks for pumpkin spice. And if you're Caucasian, Asian, Latinx, or whatever you are, and you want to rock one too, you go get one too. Okay? Because in today's society with Trump as the president, we can be whatever we want. Remember Rachel Dolies or whatever her name is? Ask Rachel. Y'all remember that hashtag? Her name is Nketchy right now. She changed her name legally to Nketchy. <laughs> so if Rachel can be transracial, then so can you. Okay? Or if you just want to support Blacks for Pumpkin Spice, just go order you a tea, hoodie, whatever. Or for your friends, relatives, whatever. It's a good gift. Good gift idea. Go do it. <laughs> Give it to your friends. No time back. Or you wear it yourself, like I said, man. That's so funny. But anyway, you get that black pumpkin spice. And I'm going to let y'all go, man. I appreciate y'all listening, checking me out, staying with me. Like I said, I ain't going to ghost y'all no more. Because <laughs> I definitely went ghost on this from this from episode 22 to now. And I apologize for that. And I ain't going to do it again. And that's going to be it for this episode. I appreciate y'all, man. We up over an hour on this jump. I'm going to try to keep it under an hour for the next one. we right above it right now. We are like 101, one hour, one minute. So I'm sorry. I know y'all got a, a low tolerance for things that's over an hour because our attention spans are low right now <laughs> in the United States of America. But I'm going to let y'all go. I appreciate y'all for listening, man. Um, remember, go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I told y'all last time I'm on Spotify now. Uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, wherever. Go to get on there, subscribe, man. Listen, rate it. Uh, review it, especially on Apple Podcasts. Review the joint. Um, and YouTube, leave me some feedback if you want. I appreciate y'all, man. And um, go on CousinCornbread.com. Check everything out on there. Or you can go on SexTravelSportsFood.com. Check out things on there. And again, cousin, I'm sorry, shit, cornbreadscloset.com will, uh, you can get all the merchandise, whatever it is. All of that is linked off of my main website. So you'll do that. And oh, my bad. You know, I had my, uh, my, my gift card giveaway that I haven't been keeping up on. So I announced some of the winners on the lat on the episode 21, but I'm going to continue this to the end of November, right? Actually, maybe, I guess, to the first week in December, I'll continue it to, okay? I might just continue it indefinitely, actually. I'm just thinking out loud right now. But whatever it is, y'all hit me up in my inbox. Send me a screenshot of you having subscribed to the show. And I'm going to enter you into the drawing for the gift card. $10 gift card gets you a faux for faux from Wendy's. Get you a little beet juice if you're vegan or whatever you want to do with your life. So... I appreciate y'all, man. Um, do that. Appreciate y'all for listening. Share, like, subscribe. And I'm out of here, man, with the three keys to life as usual. Number one, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Number two, always make a plan or you'll always work for somebody who did have a plan. Number three, don't drink and drive. You might spill some. Log out.